All right. All right. What is shaking bacon? Welcome back to another book club. And we are done with Devin Olson's tactical fly fishing. And we are on the trout magic by Robert, <clears throat> by Robert Trevor. Uh, so we're going to do, it's still a nonfiction book, but more of a story book versus a, a tip and technique book. Something a little different. We'll see how we like this. Uh, I will try to leave a link in the description to purchase this book if you want to get it, if you want to read along, if you want to chat in the comments, all that jazz. The very first chapter is very appropriately named The Sins My Father Taught Me. And it basically talks about Robert's transformation from spin fishing, bait fishing, to fly fishing. And one of the big things that came up in this chapter that I've experienced a lot myself that hopefully some of you all have had the joys of experiencing as well is fishing banter. And I wrote about today, you know, something that comes out of my mouth quite frequently, you know, I get a little overconfident on the water, especially to my buddies saying, hey, you know, I wake up in the morning and I piss excellence, you know, with the, the fish on the line or, you know, one in the hand or in the net. And just cocky and, uh, and you know, letting your friends know that uh, you're showing them who's boss today. Uh, even stuff like when it's slow um, and you catch, you know, one or two fish or you don't catch anything. But you catch that one or two fish and you say, you know, my buddy Nick used to say this in college, you know, I, I can't believe there's only one fish in there. And I mean, we caught it, but I can't believe there's only one fish in there. Or even, you know, my buddy Dan going, hey, do you, did they even stalk this? You know, and his rich Pennsylvania accent, you know, we're waiting to put the first fish in that. Again, maybe it's something slow. And, uh, you know, me yelling back to him, you know, I don't think they did. I don't think we're going to catch anything. We might as well pack it up and call it a day. It's just some great banter like that. I can even think of a, a younger, a little bit more vulgar me, you know, flipping my dad the bird when he hooked uh, a fish before uh, my brother and I. And he may have actually been using spinning gear. I don't know. Uh, something provoked me. He might he might have been rubbing it in a little bit. Uh, but I remember distinctly flicking him the bird. Uh, and then he started celebrating, you know, giving us a little bit of crap. You know, hey, like, I'll show you how it's done. And then his premature celebration actually ended up in him losing the fish. So I was, of course, dying laughing. Uh, another occasion, we were fishing the Delaware once, and uh, my dad decided he was going to use his big uh, drift rod or spay rod. It was like a 12-foot rod, 13-foot rod, just so he had a little bit more reach. And we stopped for lunch, and he actually sat on it and broke it in half. But he was still trying to fish with it. And I think we moved to the beaver head and he was fishing and I just heard this like crack, like this loud, like pieces, like stick breaking. I look upstream and I just see his rod go. <laughs> and it was so funny. And I mean, it had it happened to me and had it been one of my rods, I would have been a little upset. Uh, so I was trying not to laugh or show him to laugh. So I like turned downstream and was trying not to laugh, but I couldn't help myself. So I was like, I was like convulsing like this, laughing and holding it in, but not making it audible. But if had you looked down and seen me, you could have definitely seen me laughing. It was just too funny. Uh, and so we see some of that kind of in this chapter and distinctly towards the end where they're exploring this water for some brown trout. And Tommy, Robert's buddy, is just putting on a clinic of this, this pot of rising fish. And then, you know, bait fisherman Robert at the time, he's uh, he's throwing, 
and he hooks a nice fish and he's like, you know, this is a nice brown, you know, this is gonna be awesome. He gets it in the net and he catches a sucker. Uh, and I just, we've all experienced that. And I can distinctly remember a time on a Dell where I, I thought I hooked a big rainbow because I saw it flash and it turned out to be like a shad or something like that. It was a nice like 17, 16 uh, inch shad, but the shine made me think that it was a big rainbow and I was battling a nice fish. And then I finally brought it in, it was that shad. And um, my brother often tells me about whitefish and uh, you know, I personally like whitefish, but uh, how he thinks he hooks a nice fish and it turns out to be a whitefish and just the disappointment. And we see some of this banter come out in the chapter where Tommy is like, <laughs> you should have bought your, you should have brought your watercolor so maybe you could paint some spots on the, on the fish, you know, basically implying the only way he's actually going to catch brown is if he catches a sucker and paints it to look like a brown. Um, but you know, banter is all part of the fun. Uh, we still like to be nice to one another sometimes, take it when you can get it, but you know, you see kind of, uh, the warmer side of a fisherman also in this chapter where Tommy forgoes his pot of fish and he passes his rod to Robert so he can catch a few fish on the fly gear. And you see him, you see Robert catch a few fish on his fly rod. And this is also when, you know, Robert makes his full transformation, if you will, to becoming a fly fisherman and stuff like that. Uh, just, you know, it was just that final nudge that, hey, you know, fly fishing is the way to go. Uh, and if that's not, you know, it's not for everybody. I'm not saying you have to be a fly fisherman to be a, a cool person or an angler. I think there's a lot of that. Um, you know, I've been a, a, tra a fly snob before. If you'd like to get out there and fish, do what you do. You know, if you're going to play practice catch and release, just do so respectively. You know, treble hooks are probably not the best for catch and release uh, or allowing the fish to swallow it. Uh, stuff like that. Uh, but definitely bait fishing can be done in a responsible manner. So I don't definitely want to discourage anyone and tell you that you need to be fly fishing because you don't. Just be out there, enjoy the water, uh, enjoy God's creation, this beautiful world and uh, these beautiful creatures that he supplied us with, both sucker and trout. Sucker lives matter, okay? They matter. <laughs> um, but you kind of see this warm sentiment in the chapter, which is really a nice moment. Uh, I think we all have those moments with our buddies, you know, when we do kind of cut the crap and we're like, hey, dude, that was awesome. Nice fish. You know, when we get a big fish in the net and, you know, you can be happy for your buddy, your buddy can be happy for you, all that stuff, uh, despite the bad mouthing. Uh, and then we see later on that, you know, the sentiment lasts for a little bit and, and pretty soon it goes back to just pure judgment. Uh, <laughs> Where we see, uh, you know, Robert kind of tries to express his sentiment, his gratitude towards Tommy, you know, you know, basically getting a little, little warm heart saying, hey, you know, thanks, man. Like you converted me like that was that was really nice of you. And we see Tommy get all like puff chested and be like, hey, like cut the crap, man. Hold that flashlight still so I can I can, you know, clean my fish, you know, knock it off. You know, I'm the best. I wake up in the morning and piss excellence. Me too, actually. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but it's just cool. It was a nice, fun chapter. Uh, it also reminds me of, you know, my transition. I think most of us start with spinning gear as kids, catching bluegills and with worms and stuff like that. Uh, and just that natural progression to fly fishing, if you consider it a natural progression. You know, if you never go past spin fishing, whatever, do your thing, enjoy it, like I said. But, you know, starting with panfish, moving to bass with lures, and then eventually getting into fly fishing. Um, and from there, you know, with fly fishing, the possibilities are endless. You know, streamers, nymphs, all that stuff, just enjoying the outdoors and all that stuff. So 
a really cool chapter. Uh, like I said, I'll leave the link to the description. I'll leave a link in the description for this book. Great book. Uh, Robert Traver. My dad recommended this to me. Uh, I think I've read one of his other books. I'm not sure, but a little different than the Techniques tutorial books, but should be fun. I'm going to enjoy sharing some of these stories, you know, even just off the top of my head, I can recall uh, steelhead fishing with my brother back in New York, uh, where he missed like six fish in a row. And, you know, I'm on the bank sitting behind him watching like, you're trash, like just giving him a hard time. Just fun memories like that, that these chapters really can bring out and show and allow us to reminisce on, which is really cool. So uh, if you do enjoy this video, let me know. Let me know if you like this book. Uh, if you like these a little bit better than the tactical fly fishing ones or or whatnot, maybe you don't like them as much, let me know that as well. I'd love to know. But leave a like on the video if you did. Subscribe, all that jazz, tight lines. We'll see you in the next one.